0: welcome back everybody to the mc1212 podcast it's your host your boy millie and i got my special guest here today my guy my man behind music this guy's a genius he's got paint flow art flow the man's a genius it's sport genius is that too my man Dariel king so we're gonna have an interview about you know him and his life and what he's doing now so hope you enjoyed the show Welcome back, everybody. This is the MC1212 Park. It's your host, your boy, Millie. You know what I'm saying? I'm back, baby. We back, baby. And I got my man right here, the king, Mr. King, Yale King. What do you do? I need
1: some round of applause effects right there, man. Let, <laughs> let, the, people that, let the people know a real star is coming. <laughs>
0: Hey, this is what you're getting right here.
1: <laughs> look, look, you embellishing, though, telling people I'm a genius. Now I got to pretend like I'm smart.
0: <laughs> Man, if for people who don't know, me and Dariel started a uh, YouTube channel called The Black Top. It's on hold right now. But don't uh, just be aware, you know, we're going to come back live. We just, you know, we're getting things together. Then we're going to come back, make something special. But first, do you remember how we met? Uh, I won't say BCTC. Yes, BCTC. And I for real think we got like two different versions of how we met, bro.
1: What's your version? Let (laughs) hold
0: on. Tell your version, then I'm gonna tell the truth. Okay. So, only reason why, like, I don't know, I don't remember how we got like got into talking to each other. But what if I can? And what I remember is that we was just. I was just in a random group talking, and I think, I don't know if my boy Ruben was in there, mm. and we all just started talking to everything, and somebody said something about my music, and I was talking about how, like, I listen to, like, all kinds of music, like Justin it's Bieber, NSYNC, and all that stuff, and you was, <laughs> and you was looking at my playlist, you was like, okay, I can respect that, I respect him, you feel me? Oh,
1: Yeah, I was coming out of public speaking because that's when I thought I actually thought you was in that class. But I I think we had some like political American government class or something Uh together, like one semester. I ain't no, I ain't no fell in that class. Did you fell that class?
0: I I probably did honestly. I I
1: know I know because like I I know we was in that class together because it was it was other couple people that we knew and like. I know you would sleep damn nerd every day in that class. I know I wasn't paying attention and we had a yeah. professor that had we had a professor that was strict. He would be like, "Look, I don't care how bad you do on the exam. I'm not I'm not withdrawing you from my class. If you just fail from my class, you fail." Yeah. And that's how he would. And I did so bad on the exam, he felt pity for me. <laughs> he let he let me withdraw, bro. I got like a 20% on the exam. I'll never forget, it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember when I first seen you, I was coming out of public speaking because that's the class I thought you was in. But oh. it was me, like two three other dudes like I was cool with. And then I remember seeing you walk up and you was always around and I was like, you was always around laughing. And then like they was all like, la- can we cut some hair? Like, what's what's the rules, man? Whatever you want to do, man. But like there was other people. It was other people around. And like they were always, they was always cracking, and you was always cracking back, and I and I was just just bystander laughing. And that yeah, just like you said, they was like this man be listening to NSYNC, Britney Spears, Justin Bieber, and I was like, hold on, cause like I like NSYNC. <laughs> you feel
0: me? Yeah, I feel like, I'm I'm like you're,
1: talking, you're talking to somebody that I used to dance to the Backstreet Boys when I was like five. You
0: know I mean? yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, hold on, tell me out let him, let him do him. Yeah, you feel me? People don't understand great music, man. They don't appreciate it, man. Nah, man, they don't understand that funk is universal. Everybody got it. Exactly, bro. Hey, listen, if you heard that, you heard it. You understand me? You heard it. But, however,
1: hey. however, however, however. Just cause you like instinct, I have questions your music taste. <laughs> it's not even the fact that you like Justin Bieber; it's the songs by Justin Bieber
0: you like. All of them. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, if you're a fan, you gonna have a you gonna have look like okay. Some people like they'll be fan of like so and so, whatever, and won't like some songs. Listen, uh, I'm a I'm a JB fanboy, so I like all the songs. No, all the songs, everything.
1: Like what they call them, uh what he call, what they call the fans believers or something like that. Believers. Believers. Yeah, yeah I never forget my brother, like, cause my brother had Justin Bieber's album. They can I think he was playing it. What was the album that came out like life four or five years ago? Purpose. It was that one. So my brother was telling me about it. He was like, Are you a believer? And I just looked at him like, oh what? He said, Are you a believer? I was like, What is that? He was like I uh, see you ain't no Justin Bieber fan. And I was like, nah, and I'm just looking at him like, nah, don't don't bring it over here to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but like he actually played an album for me. The album was dope. I give that. So listen, my mom she went to a concert during that tour, and she said there was like grown men going there, not with like anybody. You know what I'm saying? Growing just going to the concert, listen, vibing out. I said, all right, yeah.
1: Hey I said, man, that was look, the album. Look, shout out to Justin Bieber. You got grown men dancing. <laughs> and you got you got and you got complete black people vibing to your to your music. So shout
0: He's out got to
1: Millie. Them. Well, Millie's like <laughs> like if if this was if this was a pie chart, you would have different sections of people, and then you got Millie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fanboy, fanboy man. Millie's fanboy. like
1: Millie's like 0.1 percent of the whole population. Ain't nobody <laughs> like Millie.
0: <laughs> this is a fact. I like to hear that. I like that, man. I'm that 1%, man.
1: We grab, man. Quit, quit trying to grab and groom your beard, man. We know it's
0: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> for, the- for people who don't know, this man always been jealous of the beard, man. Been jealous of the beard, man. He it's can't right. grow one. You feel me? That's all it is to it. <laughs> Baby face assassin, huh? Don't worry about it. Hey man, so how, how you been doing during this pandemic season, man? How you been how you been living?
1: Man, pandemic, uh I'm a, somewhere in between blessed and ass out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm good, like I got a consistent job, you feel me? Yeah. But I don't have consistent money. If that, if that makes sense. Makes sense, yes. <laughs> like, like the job is there but when you compare income to expenses
0: yeah
1: expenses is way higher right now yeah so, yeah. so like right now i'm just you know i'm ta- i'm just talking to the lord every day <laughs> just trying to take him one by one. <laughs> yeah man you got to do what you
0: got
1: to do i understand that 100%, 100%. Man, wait like but uh, outside of that like it's been cool it's giving me time to think it's been giving me time to like regroup figure out what i really want to do and like move forward because like I feel like this has been a great time for everybody it's like if you didn't know what you wanted to do before the world just went on pause for two years for you to figure it out mm-hmm. so if you don't figure it out by then you just don't want it <laughs> so but as, outside of that it's it's been like like I said it's you take your good with the bad you know what I'm saying like it's been it's been a hard time with like families losing loved ones and stuff like that and you know the whole country going crazy and not only are we in a pandemic, we are in the middle of a blizzard and mm. it just stopped snowing. So like, you know, it's been cool though.
0: So I, I know you got a, uh, you got a paint gig. Yeah, man. You feel me? So well, uh, You know, elaborate on that for me. So, uh,
1: well, I was painting during the black time, which probably explains why I, during the episodes, you would see paint on my hands and all of that. But uh, that's just like my own side hustle to where I just, uh, if anybody needed it, anybody needs some residential work, you know, whether it's painting anything from ceilings to cabinets to the walls, like anything like that, like I can do it, you know what I'm saying? Like just for the right price. And I've, I've had contracts with apartments during this pandemic. That's probably been the biggest blessing through this whole mm-hmm. pandemic that I was able to get a contract with some apartments in Eastern Kentucky for a little bit to have like some consistent work going. So. When somebody will move out, they'll call me. Let's go paint the house, all of that, and uh, yeah. So smooth strokes painting is official. You know, so smooth you,
0: strokes painting. Okay, I like you know,
1: that. I got the paperwork.
0: <laughs> hey man, that's what I like to hear though. You Everything going it? up, baby. So like, did that become like as you as you were that uh, you were a painter, like that was your job? So did that become like a? Did you have like a like a love for it? Like you know
1: initially, nah, like, well, I would, I say it like this, I always like to watch people like do stuff around the house, like watch people put up blinds, paint, uh, electrical work, like I always like the handiwork stuff, you know what I'm saying, just watch people do it, and I always wondered like if I, you know, if the opportunity came, you know, i see what I could learn, and after I had, uh, after I graduated from Western and worked a series of jobs when I lived in Bowling Green, I needed, I needed some money when i moved back home and i actually had a friend by uh by the name of tj that actually did that type of work that's in uh home services and he's he's home services and like real estate all across the board so like he he was the one that plugged me and his mentor this is how it's crazy how god works his mentor is actually like an extended family member of mine like, when we met, we was like, we be at the same barbecues together, man. So it was oh, like, we... <laughs> so like when we met, it was also like, bro, this is your mentor? So yeah. we kept it up like, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah so like, he would, uh, he actually took me under his wing and started just giving me random, uh, random jobs to go work in houses. And uh, we was always doing paint jobs. And then like, while I was doing it, it was just like, it turned into like some nice money You know what I'm saying? To, like, I wasn't really being bothered by nobody. Nobody was watching me. I was literally just going in these houses, painting, and leaving. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? I can make this into a side hustle. And that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And and once I realized I could pay myself more rather than working for somebody else, I mean, which ain't no knock to him. I'm saying, like, when you work for somebody, they pay you a fixed rate. So, like, when you actually go do it yourself, you can set your own price. And once I figured that out, I was like, might
0: as well. <laughs> I, I I I like that man. That that's good. You know, it's good to see uh young black men out here, you know, trying to make something for themselves instead of always, you know, because what we've been told most of our life is, you know, put your head down, do what you gotta do, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's like they ain't really been giving us, you know, opportunities to grow and be something bigger than what we um been, you know, shown to be. Right. And like it gave me time to like listen to podcasts
1: and like listen to audiobooks about financial wealth and all these other things that I, I didn't know growing up. So like I'm kind of like painting, but I'm relearning at the same time. And that I just use that time just, you know, to develop and grow. And that's, that's really how the painting started. So like I'm really I'm really still freelancing because it's not mm-hmm. like my official what like what my dream is. But like I am the type of person, like if somebody was to call me like I need an estimate for a paint job,
0: bet, let's go. You know what I'm saying? I could do it. So okay. And then I know you are a faith guy. I know you are a faith guy, God fearing and God loving man. Right. I like that. So can you uh can you kind of you know tell us about how your uh faith became so strong? Uh world?
1: really uh I mean I was I was raised in church my whole life, but you kind of get to that place in your life, especially as a teenager to where, you know, our our teenage years, you kind of go your own way, being rebellious and stuff like that. And, you know, God does what he has to do to get you back under his wing. But I think my faith got strong after I graduated high school. And like, you kind of see like people older than you, what they did after high school. Like some people went to work, some people went to school, some people went to the streets and stuff like that. And I knew, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I just had this fear that I didn't want to be nothing when I graduated, you know what I'm saying? And I just made the decision, like after I graduated high school that I just wanted God's plan for my life. And that was it, you know what I'm saying? So, and I figured if I stay on his plan, that's, that's the best place to be. Like the best advice I ever gotten was there's no safer place to be than in the center of God's will. So it was like no matter what I go through if God says you're supposed to be here then I was yeah. like you supposed then that's then that's what it was so that's really how my faith got strong because it really started off as a fear and I don't encourage nobody to do that because like God is a loving God and he wants a loving relationship with you but like once I actually started learning and growing my faith I was like I, like God's my big homie, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you start paying attention to the little things in life, that he actually looks out for you. And that was, you know, that's that's really
0: why my faith is so strong now. I applaud that, man. Do you uh do you feel like God has like, you know, ever not looked after you? As some people would say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say, you know, they'll be like, why God put me through this? Why? Why me? Why this? Why that?
1: Absolutely. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I mean, if I'm, I'm not going to lie, I like, just like anybody else in life, I done been through hell and back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but you don't get to choose your life. That's the thing about it. Like, I know there's somewhere in the Bible it says that God reigns on the just and unjust. And like, plain and simple, that life doesn't have to be fair to you. But at the same time that you might not have all the answers, but you always know that God is in control and God is sovereign. And you don't you don't ever understand his ways half the time and stuff like that. But I can't use life circumstances to be like, I don't believe no more. Because and that's selfish. You know what I'm saying? You only it means you only ride with God just when stuff is good. You know what I'm saying? It's just as long as just as long as you believe in God, you gotta believe that the devil's around too. And anytime you choose that you walk with him, you're gonna have to go through trials and tribulations. That's just how the game goes. So I I I will say that there's been a lot of unfair things that have happened, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, you know, I can't, I can't fold.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh man. I like that, man. I like that. (laughs) I see you showing the muscles, man. Show, show the goods, man.
1: Don't don't let Millie don't let Millie's comedy fool you, man. This is one of the strong faith people I know. You want to talk <laughs> about? It, they can do a praise break, cuz. <laughs> 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 hey, man. Billy, I think Billy loves Jesus more than
0: I do, <laughs> for real. Hey, man, I appreciate that compliment. Man. I appreciate that. For real talk. <laughs> so, uh. And as we would say, um, so we did a, a YouTube channel called The Black Top. Mm. So, can you give me a little uh, background story on that? Can you, just so people would know? Oh, how the Black Top happened?
1: Yes. Okay, let me tell you how, I had a, how the Black Top really happened. Okay, so Millie is a pest, right? <laughs> and, like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, when I went out to school, to school at Weston, like, me and Millie always kept the contact. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would come, this is the only Marshall fan I know. And Western and Marshall are rivals, so like every every game, I mean every home game that Western played Marshall, Millie was there, and he was always hitting me up like, "Hey, come through," and I was like, all right, bet." So like we always stayed in contact after BCTC, but when I moved back home, he was like, "You Millie's on some, hey man, I'm trying to do a sports podcast, I'm trying to do a YouTube channel." And he was already before it was my creativity; it was Light Bright Entertainment. <laughs> so I was like. I was like, man, I ain't trying to do I was kind of trying to deviate from the sports thing. I, really wasn't- I I just didn't know. And Millie just kept hitting me up. And I was like, you know what, bro? I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I finally agreed to it. You know what I'm saying? Was- we was working during the day, doing episodes by night. And the way the blacktop came up was the name, the blacktop, my dad actually named it unofficially. It was uh, <laughs> me, my dad, my brother. We was all having a cop. We was in the kitchen, you know, just talking. Issues. Yeah. And like the way I got the name, the black top, my pops named it unofficially. Like, I don't think he know. So me, my brother, my pops, we all in the kitchen talking, talking junk to each other, whatever. And my brother is my little brother is the Hooper of the family. So my dad likes to, you know, throw jokes at my brother like he ain't really that good or whatever. So in the process, my dad says something like, we could go outside right now. We could take it to the blacktop if you want to. <laughs> and that's that's where it came from. I was like, I call it the blacktop. <laughs> and was, that's how the name came up. And then once I told Millie about the name and uh, he, he was with it, I was like, Shh, let's get it cracking. So that's how that happened. Millie's a pest. I hope I reiterate that. <laughs>
0: Hey man, when you got something that you you ready to do, man, you can't just sit there and wait on it. You know what I'm saying? It's either go get I it feel, or
1: I feel you. But it was like that's how I knew I was supposed to do it. Like I kept, I was like, God, what am I supposed to do? It? He was like, Ethan, keep hitting you up. <laughs>
0: <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, bro. Wow. Whatever. Go ahead. Let's let's <laughs> let's get it popping. And like it's and it, it couldn't have happened any better because. Me and Millie disagree on everything, so.
0: Hey, so so being part of the uh, YouTube experience and being part of having your own gig with doing painting and everything, do you ever feel discouraged that because things didn't, you know, transcend as you may want or may envision, do you ever get like discouraged that it may never happen? That it may never
1: happen, uh, nah. Because I just, I mean, like I said, when you, when you are a guy, you just believe everything you do is a purpose, has a purpose to it. So it's like, yeah, did I want the black top to have crazy numbers and stuff like that? I mean, everything that when you put, when you actually dedicate yourself to an art, you actually want people to come flock to it, and. If people don't, it's not necessarily that it's bad. It's just like you got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure out better ways just to continue to stay yourself and give people what they want. And I I, be, I, believe that what we did was a great start, but I don't think it's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just think that, like, you got, you was focused on building what's now modern creativity. And first of all, shout out to you because that's growing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like when I tell y'all, look, when I tell y'all Billy, bet on his self bro and like started the old pranks and the the open box stuff and video game reactions it was like when I actually started seeing like he went from 50 subscribers 100 to 200 to now he's almost at 400 it was like he's doing it (laughs) (laughs) so like it was like I didn't think that I didn't think that I would I wouldn't say I got discouraged but it It was just more of like, okay, if this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing right now, then what's next, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: Mm -hmm. And then, so, what people don't know is that we made a bet. We made a bet on the blacktop. And can you tell the audience what happened after that bet? Who won, can you tell us what happened, where it went down and why the world ain't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> which Wait, which bet? Are you talking about the Zion Williamson one?
0: The bet where I remember is that you got hit in the face, and that's all I'm going to say.
1: Okay, look, the only reason why he won't bring it up is because he actually won the bet, okay? So we bet on the Duke and Carolina game one year, and I bet on Duke playing Devils Advocate. We both Carolina fans, you feel me? So somebody had to play Devils Advocate. And they had Zion. I was, I'm was i a Zion fan. So I was like, man, I mean, Carolina ain't have nothing for Zion. But again, like I told you in the video, man, it is Zion's fault. Ain't nobody tell his shoe to blow during the game. <laughs> and the bet was if yeah, whoever lost got a pie the face. And I smelled like I-
0: that. Can you tell us about that <laughs>
1: experience. Yes. I smelled like apple pie when I left whoever's apartment we was at, and he smacked the hell out of my ass, bro. That's what made it worse, bro. Like he even he even, he even eased into it, he even taking nice. It was awesome. I was like, bro, <laughs> like right. the, the the least you could have done was got a pie that tasted good. You got a pie from Walmart. None of they pies taste good, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> like it was like nigga the least you could have done
0: hey look everybody i'm gonna let y'all know if i can find the clip i'm gonna put it everywhere just so everybody can see this man finally you can finally see him in the light because i know it's hard to see him in the dark <laughs> all right that's a bet. hey only time you see him for real for real is if he starts smiling because his teeth so white, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right look, now. <laughs> look,
1: let me cut, let me open some blinds up real quick. You know what I'm saying? So you, yeah,
0: man, do he, that. He, you can't even do so you that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> only time you see my man is when he starts smiling, boy, because his teeth's so white, man. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm trying to give you a compliment, man. Ain't no damn <laughs> See, this is why black people can't get to,
1: can't go far as a people today. Too much colorism. <laughs> when, when are we gonna rise together as a people and understand that we are we are all together in this? We don't need no more light skin versus dark skin.
0: <laughs> hey man, look, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that part for the next podcast that I got coming up. I ain't gonna tell everybody what it is, but that has something to do with it. But that was a good one, but so. Yeah, so now we've gone gone over, you know, you're doing your paint. You're doing your side hustle. What's it called again? I'm sorry. What, my side hustle, Smooth Strokes Painting Company. Smooth Strokes. Smooth Strokes is like, that name is really cool. Whoever came up, did you come up with it? I did. Hey, bravo. 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 (laughs) You feel me? (laughs) That that got a story, too. (laughs) Smooth Strokes, and then we covered the blacktop. So now I want to cover the music side. So what people don't know is that, you know, Dariel, as as talented as this man is, very talented, making beats. So can you go over that backstory for me?
1: Uh so I'm in a I'm in a group called Onus O-N-U-S. And it's like it's got a lot of meanings to it. Uh onus represents uh it's basically saying we own us and everything we do is on us. And the, uh, the acronym for Onus is One Nation Under the Soul. And the two people that started are two rappers by the name of Jals Masood and Khalil Jabbar. And they both went to Western with me. And I actually, I kicked it with Khalil when I was, when I was in school, but I didn't know Jazz like that. I didn't meet him till later on. And it kind of started as just being around the area, you know, just listening to them do their music or whatever. I give like advice, like change his word right here. You know, do, like flow like this and stuff like that. Just you know, because they actually was they actually had show raw talent. So we, it was just me and other people around like giving the advice. And uh, around the time me and you was doing the black top, I became cool with Jaws, and Jaws uh, was always watching the the show, and uh, he was like, "Are you the one putting the?" putting the show together, like creatively. I was like, yeah, I, I pretty much do the editing and Millie's on the like analytics side. He was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. So like we would talk about it, but we never talked about me making beats until one day he said he had a conversation with somebody like y'all, y'all gotta find a producer. Nobody's gonna take y'all serious. And he uh, he called me and was like, would you wanna do it? And because they had been rapping for a minute, I didn't really want them to like wait on me to like learn how to make beats because that's his own process but like i learned kind of quick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I mean uh and i've just been making beats for them ever since so be on the lookout on what owners got coming through Jaws is working on a project as we speak we are we working creatively uh i think Jaws is gonna go first and khalil's gonna go second there's also other members there's another person named twine who lives in houston and uh is an and a video director by the name of julio from okay yeah yeah man it's a, it's a whole it's a whole collective you feel me so be on the lookout on what onus has got coming through man because we just we having real fun
0: with okay i'll definitely i'll make sure i'll put that in uh all our social media posts and everything for y'all you know saying i gotta show love make sure Sure. somebody Um, hear y'all
1: so yeah it's it's something that i've always wanted to do as somebody that's a hip hop fanatic and a student of the game like i always admire producers from afar mm-hmm. so like now that i had the opportunity it's like shh, let's get down so would
0: you say producing would be like um like god-given talent for you, you like you kind of learned it really quick
1: yeah it's i mean yeah it's definitely a god-given talent like to be honest with you what like, my one of my biggest hobbies that I have that I've always done was like I mean of course everybody make playlists on Mm -hmm. albums you know what I'm saying but uh I got caught up in like creating my own worlds with the playlist like I would structure songs a certain way to have like a flow and like I had a whole science behind everything and then I would like uh I'm I'm a big I'm a big believer on you got to see the sound you know what I'm saying so like when I when I hear a sound I normally see a color first before I even get the feel for whatever that's just that's just how I'm wired so I used to make these playlists to like have like a consistent vibe so I could see it and I would like study albums and like notice how certain tracks were structured and sequenced and stuff like that so I got I had I got the whole science on how I made my playlist so like I guess you kind of developed like a DJ in here in mm-hmm. a sense and uh, I basically took that science that I had with that and took it to the beats, and I've been ever since then. I've just been trying to learn and grow. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. That that really sounds deep, though, because I I would never like for me just because I like me, I like all kinds of music, you know what I'm saying? But I would never put it into that kind of equation in my head as you would, you know what I'm saying? And that's real. That, that's real powerful, man.
1: Like okay, so prime example. I uh like when I watch movies, I pay attention to like the music score. And notice how like every scene has its own vibe because of the sound in the background. So the music to me is like a movie in my own head. Like I like to, I like to see it. So when I was making these playlists, it was like, so what type of world I want to create now? So I so I go pick certain songs that give me that feel. And I try to have like a balance, like it'd be 25 songs. Okay. If you want to go deep, if you want to go super deep into it, this is how I would think a good movie lasts from an hour 35 to an hour 50. So let me make a playlist that lasts from an hour 35 to an hour 50 of a consistent vibe, hip hop and R and I might, I might, I might uh, transition the sound by using a jazz song to go from one to the next. And like, once I get done making the playlist, I'll listen to it. If I hear something that I don't think flow right, I will take it out, try to find something else. And once I actually got done, I'll sit and listen to it, hear it all the way through. I'm like, yeah, that's dope. And then I'll go make another one. <laughs> that's just how it was.
0: <laughs> it was just that simple. Okay. Okay. So is it fair if I can ask you a question like, where do you see yourself in five years from now? 25 right now. By the time I'm 30.
1: By the time I'm 30, boy. Here, here's what I here's what I can see myself doing consistently. Like I hope I'm still doing music. Like the way that Onus is moving right now, I hope that this is just a start. And not only this is just a start that we are consistent. And especially with music, you gotta be consistent. You gotta be dedicated with the art and the craft of everything because I'm also learning how to like mix mix songs too. Cause I always love the process of like engineering. So I just want to make sure that I'm still doing what I love at 30. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that if I'm doing hip hop, like even when I was doing the blacktop and, and of course, you know, when I was doing D up, when I was writing uh, sports blogs, when I was in school, like I always has some element of hip hop into it just because it's just, it's just who I am. So as long as I'm still creating and producing and, just making other people look better. Mm-hmm. I'm cool, you know what I'm saying? Like the the beauty of being a producer is that you not only make the content fly, but you are also making the other people you work with look great. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, if I can continue to do it. I'm straight.
0: Okay, I like that, man. I hope I hope everything works out for you, man. I always believe, you know, hope the best for you, just because you're my guy, and we partners in this, man. Yeah, man, you feel
1: me? Like, like what Millie don't t- what Mill- what y'all don't know about Millie is Millie sings. We're
0: gonna get him on the track. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen. We have a technical difficulties because of this ice storm out here in Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm doing this is make sure my headphones stay in. I had to tie my hoodie <laughs> up. All right, man. It is what it is, but guess what? <laughs> you still gonna listen and watch. You feel me? Support us. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, we're gonna get
1: Millie in the booth because little do y'all know Millie sings. So we're gonna bring his Justin Bieber like an ass into the booth. And we're gonna see if he can sing like Justin Bieber. You know what I'm saying? We
0: might we might have to use a lot of auto tune and shit, but we're we gonna make it work. Listen, this this is the favorite I ask from Modern Creativity, man. Can we get can we get some beats, man? Some exclusive beats so that way Look. we can shout y'all out, make sure everything, everybody know what's up, man. Look, if I can make beats as fast as I want to, y'all have a pack.
1: You feel me? <laughs> but like here's, here's the thing about producing though, because it messes me up. Cause it's like my homies be hitting me up, like, hey, can you sample this? Hey, can you sample that? Hey, I want I want this. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm only one person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, and like because I actually because I actually love the music and I care about it and I pay attention to detail, like. I actually take the time to like. I'm gonna actually have the right kick, the right snare, and stuff like that. When you actually care about the art, you wanna make sure it's, it's polished right. But to your request, what I got trust me, there's a whole folder just waiting on it to be filled just for y'all. So my creativity got its own batch coming. It's just okay.
0: Be. <laughs> hey, shoot, that's all I ask. Man. That that's cool with me. But look, I also need y'all's help. We trying to do a video cipher, man. Y'all
1: ain't trying to do no video cipher, man.
0: You are you what you great, dude? You great rap? You see my face. I ain't joking. Wait, wait till you hear me spit a flow, man. Look, we're gonna make it like the real husbands of Hollywood version on BET. But, but bink, bink. <laughs> bop, bop, beep beep, that's a good homie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, that sounded like some, some some shit you were actually right. That ain't going to be no freestyle. That's something you were right.
0: Now, look. Freestyling. Listen, I may have to have somebody in the back of the camera hone the cards up of what I done wrote. <laughs> that ain't how freestyle work, E. Guess what? This is my freestyle, so that's how my freestyle finna work. <laughs> And as soon as he rap, I'll be like, boo! <laughs> hey, man, come y'all get in there. Get in the video, too, man. That's all five daddy with me. <laughs> Who y'all find this man we <laughs> <laughs> I mean, But, hey, man, my dog, Daria, bro. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast hey, for me, dog. Hey, man, dog, I appreciate you. I feel
1: like I done made it, man. I'm on my creativity, <laughs> bro. I done made it to the top. <laughs> <laughs> they said, he said, where well, you see yourself in five years. I hope I get another interview with my Creativity. That's why I see myself
0: in <laughs> five years. Hey, man, you know, you know, I always got you, man. You know, you you know, you ride with me, dog. ain't you know, I ain't going by myself. My crew ride with me. You feel me? If I make it, we all make it. We are rolling deep. Yes, sir. We
1: going to be everywhere to the social media awards. To the Grammy Awards, you feel me? Like <laughs> y'all gonna be at the same spot?
0: Can I get a Tony? I want a Tony for all my uh, all my videos, man. Y'all, y'all should see me, man. I, I am the coldest man.
1: I want a I want a ghetto. What is that? A Grammy, an Emmy, a Tony, and an Oscar. Are
0: you? How? Uh, is it G E T O? Uh-huh. Oh okay, my fault. It's usually called E guy, but I call it the ghetto. I like that better, but it still confused <laughs> me for a little bit. But I, yeah, you know what? I see that in your future too, brother. <laughs>
1: he looked at me like I'm trying to make it out the ghetto, not go back to it. Which
0: because <laughs> I was like, because when you start saying, I was like, that's my G E E T T O. I was like, what? <laughs> First of all, ghetto got an H in it. That's what I what I say. You said G E. I
1: G-H, oh my they, God. It ain't even your fault, man. That's their Taste Creek education. It ain't even your fault.
0: What are you from Station?
1: Station was full of geniuses. You said it yourself, I'm a genius?
0: Look, listen, y'all. I'm not used to giving this man this much props and credit, you understand? Any, like, on the blacktop, listen, before the episode was start, we'd be sitting there just clowning each other, downgrade, boy, I'm telling you. For about a good 10 minutes,
1: he downgrades. I try to uplift people in the name of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Pray for people. You know, I'm I'm a humble servant guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want much for nobody. <laughs> he, he kicks people hey. out of down.
0: <laughs> hey <laughs> oh, man. Well, I appreciate you, dog. I love you, family. Hey, baby. See bro. you soon. I, I got a uh I got your hoodie for you. Don't worry about it. He got a modern creativity hoodie coming soon. Soon as I see you and we able to travel out here in this
1: storm. Yeah, I'ma need it because
0: I ain't got enough hoodies for our list. Listen, man, man, my man got all hey y'all. I done see this man wear the same outfit about <laughs> in three different pictures, boy. <laughs> and it's the only pictures he got up though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the episode. I don't want to talk about this
0: no more. All right. We out here, baby.